Welcome to the Diary of a Christian Single Woman, where you hear her innermost thoughts and prayers while also hearing the Lord's response in return. Sit back and relax, grab your journal and pen, pour you a cup of coffee or tea, and go on this journey to self-discovery and growth in the Lord. It's time to write. Dear Lord, this is the best time of my life having these conversations with you. I am definitely learning, growing, and understanding not only myself, but you in the things that you desire for me. I went from feeling a little defeated to feeling strengthened and encouraged in this journey. Knowing you have the best out there for me is so satisfying and allows me to have more patience and be more solid and sustained during this season in my life. For the first time, I can actually say that I am content. Selah. Pause. Think about that. Wow. I am content, God. But I am open. So whenever the man you have for me shows up, I'll be ready. So another question I have is, what are the appropriate boundaries to set? I currently live in a world where boundaries are looking like a thing of the past. It's a smorgasbord and a free-for-all where anything goes, and it looks like no one really has boundaries in their relationships. I truly believe that you have put some in place, but when we follow, it's strange for others instead of what is considered the norm. Now, I'm not judging because that's not my place. However, I know for me, I desire to do your will. And yes, I make mistakes, but the ultimate goal is to live like you desire me to live. So last conversation, I met someone that I like and now know how to communicate with. The next thing is setting the appropriate boundaries when it comes to physical interaction with one another. I mean, come on, Lord, the man is fine, okay? (laughs) So intimacy in a relationship is important, but it's the right intimacy that should be cultivated before marriage and then deeper intimacy after marriage. So how do I ensure that I don't cross the lines in the quest of building intimacy with someone that I'm getting to know on a relationship level? One thing that I wanna do is make sure that my boundaries are intact and solid so as not to fall into temptation and get myself in situations that I need you to get me out of. So Lord, what do I do? I love you, your daughter. Dear daughter, I'm so glad that you are in a place where you are content now. I know it can get hard when you have a desire that hasn't been accomplished yet. But remember, a desire accomplished is sweet to the soul. Since it is your desire to sit at my feet and learn from me, I know that this desire of yours is accomplished and it is sweet. So thank you for raising this question regarding boundaries because yes, my boundaries are not always set by those I love. When the boundaries I have put in place are not set in relationships, it can cause heartache and pain that I never intended my people to go through. My setting boundaries for my people are for the protection of their minds, bodies, and hearts. When these boundaries are adhered to, that's when my best work is performed in relationships. However, the parties involved have to be open to receive it. So 
So here are a few places where boundaries are important to me and they need to be set immediately upon courtship. Number one, guard your heart, which also encompasses your emotions. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. It's imperative that you watch your emotions when embarking on a new courtship. It's so easy to get swept away in the idea of someone being the one, so you let your guard down and dive head first without giving a thought to protecting your emotions. When your emotions get swept away without a commitment, then your heart can be broken and it could take you months or years to recuperate from. Don't allow your emotions to rule you, but you rule them. It's okay to feel the excitement and the thought of something new, but don't marry them in your head before a commitment is even made. This is also important with communication. You want to be open and honest, but be vigilant with the things that you share, taking care not to share all of yourself too soon, as that is reserved for the person that you marry. Stay steadfast in me, and I will nudge you when it's time to let your heart get fully involved. Number two, the words you speak. It's imperative that you set boundaries on the way you speak to one another. There's nothing wrong with speaking encouraging and uplifting words, words that edify your soul and spirit. However, it is wrong to speak death, darkness, and destruction over one another's lives. There should be no abusive talk towards each other and neither should there be explicit sexual talk with one another. As a budding couple, your words should bring life, and even in the midst of disagreement, they should be gracious. Proverbs 16.4 says, Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. In a nutshell, speak to one another the way I would speak to you. And lastly, sexual purity. This is a major one within courting couples. Because of the level of attraction you have for one another, it is easy to fall into the temptation of having sex. However, I have said in my word multiple times that sex is for the marriage covenant, not courtship. First Thessalonians 4, 3-5 says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. If you know me and you believe in my word, then this should be a boundary that you follow wholeheartedly. And if your potential spouse does not want to follow it with you, then he is not the one for you. Ultimately, it is my will that you protect your body in this way, so that when you enter a marriage covenant and become one with your spouse, that covenant will be blessed by me. In partaking in sex outside of marriage, you join yourself with someone you are not legally in my covenant with, and that can cause you hurt, pain, and other consequences that you do not want to face. Being in my covenant will bring you life, safety, and fullness. Now, if you have already fallen into this type of temptation, know that there is no condemnation from me. 
dust yourself off, repent, and live life according to my standard. If you love me and trust in me, know that you, that you do not have to be test driven before you get married. It is my will that you are more than satisfied in this area. Keep your body for me and me only until you are in the true covenant of marriage with your spouse. So daughter, these are a few of the boundaries that you should adhere to. Of course, there are more, but that is where your discernment and knowing my word comes in. You'll be able to set the appropriate boundaries that you feel comfortable with in your relationship with my blessing. I love you, my daughter, God. Ooh, ladies, wow, boundaries. Mm. Boundaries are always an interesting topic because most people don't have them <laughs> or they do have them and they don't put them in place according to you know the situation at hand and what they may be dealing with. And I know for me, um, I'm really learning about what things are boundaries for me during my single season. You know, are there things that I will and won't talk about? You know, are there places that I will and won't go? Are there people who I will and won't hang out with? What am I willing or not willing to tolerate? You know, all of these questions have to do with boundaries and should be something that you ask yourself and then be solid in your own answers. Uh, a lot of the times people make it seem like having boundaries are like being in jail. Like they keep you know people out, but they don't let anyone in. However, I believe that that's not the case. I think that having boundaries is freedom. You know, it's freedom in who you are and in who God has called you to be. It's freedom in knowing how you want to present yourself to the world, how you allow people to treat you and how you treat others. You know, it's also freedom in how you desire to live your life and what you want to accomplish in it. So boundaries don't always keep people out and push them away, but it lets them in in a way that's comfortable for you and according to the principles of God. So think about it. You know, God set a boundary for Adam and Eve in heaven regarding the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? He said in Genesis uh, chapter 2, verse 17, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So God had given them every single thing that they could ever want in the Garden of Eden. Everything. There was nothing that they lacked or needed in the Garden. He just asked them not to cross this one boundary of his out of respect for him and his word. But we all know the rest of the story. So they crossed the boundary and the consequences of them crossing this boundary have been playing out throughout all generations, including today and for those to come until Jesus returns. So boundaries are for the protection of you and the other person and not to be seen as a hindrance. So ladies, once you have your boundaries in place, do not deviate from them. Hear me good. Do not deviate from them. Check with God first, of course, to make sure that they're legit and then put them in place and don't waver. It should not be easy to get swept up in a good looking guy who can sweet talk you right out of your clothes when you've set a boundary regarding abstinence until marriage. You know, be strong in your decisions and don't waver. And anyone who tries to test them or call you names for having them is absolutely not the one for you. The one for you will respect you and your boundaries and prayerfully, he will have boundaries of his own. So thank you for listening to the Confessions of a Christian Single Woman podcast. Remember, ladies, 
that God loves you immensely. There are no boundaries or restrictions to his love. Always seek his face, hear his voice, and live his word out loud. If you have any questions that you would like to hear addressed on this podcast, or if you would like to submit a journal entry, you can email us at diary at confessionsofachristiansinglewoman.com. Until next time, may the peace of the Lord go with you this week. Thank you.